What produce should you be focusing on in these winter months and why? Let me tell you. So there are a few benefits to buying in-season fruits and veggies, and these can include the price, the flavor, and the nutrients. So when you have a fruit or vegetable that is growing in its natural season and it's harvested at its natural harvest time, it will have grown in ideally the most ideal conditions for it. And that means that you should be getting the most nutrients within the fruit or vegetable as well as the most flavor. And then because it's being harvested at peak harvest time, that's when majority of that fruit or vegetable are going to be ready to be harvested. And so there's gonna be a large supply of the fruit and vegetables. And so the price may come down for the consumer, which is great for you at the grocery store or the farmer's market. So my list today is going to pertain to mainly the Northern hemisphere and what I consider the winter months for fruit and veggies kind of ranges from December to March or April, but that may vary a little bit. Let's start with our vegetables. So we have beets, also known as beetroot, bok choy, broccoli, broccolini, and broccoli rabe, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, celery, celeriac, which is celery root, chicories, that includes like endive and radicchio, kaote, kaote, chaote. I'm not, I'll, I'll get into this a little bit more. It's spelled C-H-A-Y-O-T-E. It's not something I've ever seen in my grocery stores. Collard greens, fennel, garlic, herbs, kale, leeks. One list I looked at said mushrooms, mustard greens, onions, parsnips, potatoes, radishes, rutabagas, shallots, sweet potatoes slash yams, Swiss chard, turnips, turnip greens, and winter squash, which is a very fitting name since it's a winter vegetable. Or is squash technically a fruit? It does grow on a vine, like pumpkins. Pumpkins, I think, are technically fruits, but I'm not gonna get into the semantics of that because we're going to go onto our fruits. But first, one of my first sources is forksandknives.com. Now, if Forks and Knives is also the name of a documentary, it's very interesting focusing on the benefits of a plant-based whole food diet, but they have some good information just on your winter fruits and vegetables, including a little more information on what months these fruits and veggies may peak, um, how to pick a ripe one at the grocery store, or how you can pick them and then let them soften or ripen at your home, and then storage. So let me go down to coyote. Gosh, I hope I'm saying that right. So coyote, I'm just running with it. Coyote, the pale green oval gourds have a flavor that is a cross between cucumber and zucchini. Try them as a crunchy addition to salads, a cold weather swap for zucchini and yellow squash, or a sweet mild base for a creamy blended soup. 
they don't even have a picture. Let's see, what does a coyote look like? Okay. Also known as Merlitin or Ch Merlitin and Choco. Interesting. It's kind of like the shape of a papaya, but it's all green. It looks like it has smooth skin, but it's kind of a bumpy exterior. Seems to be more popular in, or more commonly found in Central America. The Wikipedia, which we all know is a very reliable source, says that coyote is usually handled like summer squash. So to me, summer squash is a yellow zucchini. Well, there you have it. I'm trying to expand on the ways of using vegetables and especially in the colder months, so the winter months, a lot of times I just resort to roasting my vegetables, but you can always saute them on the stove as well. So if you guys have any favorite ways of eating these vegetables, drop a comment down below or head on over to YouTube and drop a comment in this video just sharing how you like to use cook these vegetables. I don't like boring vegetables, so I'm trying to find new ways of cooking, cooking vegetables. Let's go into fruit though. Nature's dessert. All right, so for winter fruit, we have apples, avocados, bananas, blood oranges, cherimoya, caramoya, cherimoya, mm, another one. So this one, one of the sources said that it tasted like a tropical smoothie like you have pineapple and coconut and papaya and you just kind of if that were all blended together this was the flavor of that fruit i'll look into that one for us too then we have clementines cranberries grapefruit kiwi kumquats lemons limes mandarin oranges plain oranges pears persimmons persimmons that one again if you guys listen to the fall the fall produce episode. Pineapples, pomegranate, pomelo, pumpkin, and tangerines. So if you noticed a theme in there, citrus fruits are great in the winter months. That's when they peak. They tend to be their sweetest, have their most flavor. If you've ever had an orange in... I live in a place where oranges don't grow here because it's not warm enough. But so if you have an orange at a grocery store in like the middle of the summer or in the fall, they tend to not be that great just because that's not their peak season. So the caramoya, if I'm saying it correctly, may be native to either Central or South America. It has a creamy texture. It's a green fruit. It kind of looks like an artichoke, but if the artichokes leaves that kind of splay out if they were all down. And then it has a white interior with black seeds. Interesting. Let me know if you have ever had a cherimoya, caramoya fruit. If you listen to my fall produce episode, you'll notice there's a lot, a lot of overlap between the fall produce and the winter produce. And that's because in the fall produce episode the the end of the fall produce season can go into March so if we're looking at December through April you can see where there's going to be some overlap there but additionally a lot of these 
especially root vegetables, think like onions, garlic, potatoes, um, rutabagas, radishes, turnips. A lot of these can be stored for a very long time before they even make it to your grocery store. So that's good for us. And you may notice that your onions, your garlic, your potatoes typically aren't the most expensive things out there. And if you do want to stock up on some of these winter vegetables, um, almanac.com has a pretty detailed write-up of storing your winter vegetables, freezing your winter vegetables, what to store them in, what temperatures to store them in, what next, what not to store them next to. The Almanac website said not to store your garlic, is it your garlic? Or your onions with your potatoes, which I do. I store my garlic and my onions and potatoes in the same spot, but they said not to because they all give off moisture and moisture is something that you don't want if you're trying to store things for a long time because that can create an environment that may lead to mold or spoiling. So that was surprising to me. But I will link that website along with the Forks and Knives website down below if you guys want more information on them. Again, I think it's just good to know what produce is in season. It's good on your budget. It can be better for your body. It can be nicer for your taste buds. So maybe take note of this list and keep it in mind for the next time you make up your grocery list or the next time you're at the grocery store during the winter so you can pick the optimal fruits and veggies for your kitchen. If you guys have any culinary questions that you'd like me to answer, questions about cooking, baking, ingredients, utensils, tools, leave me a comment down below. I'd like to produce content that you guys can find value from. And if you're interested in that fall produce episode, go ahead and check that out. Don't forget that Jesus loves you and wants a relationship with you. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.